Welcome to the Wedlake Bell Legal Podcast, covering a range of legal topics, including updates from our four practice groups private client, real estate, business services, and dispute resolution. Welcome to Wedlake Bell's Data Protection Podcast, episode 8, recorded on 13th May 2022. Update number one, Austrian DPA strikes at Google Analytics again and rejects the risk-based approach for data transfers. Google Analytics allows for statistical evaluations of user behavior. It does not record content or search queries of users. The anonymize IP function allows for data anonymization before storage and Google's signals for further tracking can be switched off, as the website operator did in this case. The complaining user alleged that during a website visit, their IP address and cookie data was transmitted to Google. The case against Google as processor was dismissed, but the case against the website operator proceeded. The authority held that the use of identifiers makes it possible to distinguish between website visitors. However, there is already an encroachment on the fundamental right to data protection by assigning an identifier. The authority held that in Schrems 2, the CJEU did not take a risk-based approach. Such approach is not mentioned in the judgment and cannot be implied. The words taking into account the circumstances of the transfer do not suggest a risk-based approach, but rather require an assessment if problematic surveillance laws apply to the data in question and if such laws are proportionate. In this context, the GDPR recitals cannot lead to an interpretation that contradicts the text of the regulation. The authority was not permitted to take economic or political considerations into account in relation to transfers. The authority held that the SECs are insufficient where the law of the third country allows its uh, authorities to interfere with data. In relation to Google's additional measures, the authority agreed with a German analysis that identifiers such as IP address, cookie ID, unique user ID do not constitute a pseudonymization measure because their purpose is to identify rather than to disguise data. There is no protective effect. Google's anonymized IP was considered ineffective because data was anonymized at Google's end, and even if processed in the EEA, such data could be disclosable under the US Cloud Act. Finally, the authority held that even if rights of a data subject are only referred to in certain places in the GDPR, this does not mean that other norms cannot also be asserted as a subjective right of a data subject. Most obligations of the controller also constitute a right of the individual. Update number two. The European Commission and the United States reached an agreement in principle for a transatlantic data privacy framework. Under the framework, the United States has made unprecedented commitments to strengthen the privacy and civil liberties safeguards uh, governing U.S. signal in intelligence activities by restricting them to what is necessary to advance legitimate national security objectives without disproportionate impact on privacy and civil liberties. An independent data protection review court will provide direct remedies to EU individuals in a new two-tier redress system. And US intelligence agencies will oversee new privacy and civil liberties standards to effectively protect the citizens of the US, its allies and partners. 
Update number three. U.S. Commerce Secretary Raimondo announced Global Cross-Border Privacy Rules, or CBPR, forum based on the APEC Privacy Framework 2015. The U.S. and other founding members, including Canada, Japan, the Republic of Korea, the Philippines, Singapore and Chinese Taipei, are establishing new global data transfer rules to remove barriers to the digital economy, building on our shared data privacy values while recognizing the differences in our domestic approaches to protecting data privacy. The framework will provide for certification, periodic review of data protection and privacy standards of members to align with international best practices and promote expansion of the new system. Update number four, House of Lords report, the advent of new technologies in the justice system. The report explains that good intentions of users are not enough and legislations should establish clear principles for new technologies alongside detailed practical guidance. The human should always be the ultimate decision maker. It is all too easy for an algorithmic suggestion to simply be confirmed with the click of a button. Public bodies often do not know much about the systems they are buying and are bound by commercial confidentiality. According to one witness, uh, we are not building criminal risk assessment tools to identify insider trading or who is going to commit the next kind of corporate fraud. We are looking at high volume data that is mostly about poor people. Technologies could impede an individual's right to a fair trial, for example, by a lack of awareness that they are being used unreliable evidence which could be manipulated, an inability to understand what technology might have been used, such as a combination of license plate reader data, facial recognition technology or predictive policing software, and therefore challenge proceedings and evidence. The judiciary might feel compelled to cede to algorithmic suggestions. Predictive policing technologies create a vicious circle by entrenching pre-existing patterns of discrimination and bias, by learning from historical data which leads to over-policing of districts, which leads to higher detection, which leads to increased crime rate, which then is fed back into the system and embedded in the next set of predictions. A register of algorithms was suggested to monitor technologies used in the public sector. However, this could impede smaller innovators, risk IP infringement and make a solution vulnerable to future criticism when superseded by a better one. Police forces are ill-equipped to carry out systematic evaluation. Tools are either ineffective or have an unacceptable impact on society. It is said that, in many respects, the College of Policing has no standards. Large providers call for pre-deployment certification, which again could impede smaller innovators. Update number five, EU Parliament report on artificial intelligence in a digital age. The report calls for urgent action for Europe to get up to speed in anticipation of the fourth industrial revolution, which draws its energy, not from steam, electricity or computers, but from an abundance of data combined with powerful algorithms and computing capacity, and which is shaped by its global scale and enormous impact on societies. Europe has fallen behind the likes of US and China in competition in terms of regulatory approach, market position and investments. Brexit had a negative impact as the UK was one of the leading EU countries in AI. However, the UK remains a partner in the promotion of shared regulatory outlooks in global standard setting. 
The US is the overall leader in AI as it is ahead in many categories, leading in development in areas such as cloud computing and high performance computing in investment, attracting AI talent, research and infrastructure. The report warns of humans placing such confidence in AI that they trust it more than their own judgment. Even a human in the loop approach as a corrective mechanism will not prevent the level of autonomy of AI to rise beyond the supporting role for which it was originally designed. There are concerns about emerging technologies affecting geopolitical power, their use for manipulation and abuse, and the development of lethal autonomous weapon systems, which are already used in military conflicts. An efficient and uniform application of the GDPR across the EU is needed in order to overcome legal uncertainty and a lack of cooperation across sectors or delays in scientific research. Competition rules need updating and the Digital Markets Act will help in counterbalancing concentration before it arises. A risk-based legal framework for AI is needed. The EU is pushing for a global agreement on common standards for the responsible use of AI, but like-minded democracies must also work together to jointly shape the international debate. The Chinese government has signed standards and cooperation agreements with 52 countries through its Belt and Road Initiative, which are not in line with human rights and EU values. In this way, China actively exports its own AI-based surveillance practices, social scoring system and censorship strategies. Update number 6, European Data Protection Supervisor's Annual Report 2021, with key developments. The report summarizes the EDPS extensive activities in 2021. Update number 7, UK Digital Regulation Corporation Forum to oversee algorithms. Its aim is to help empower the development and deployment of algorithmic processing systems in safe and responsible ways that are pro-innovation and pro-consumer. The forum invites views on what more is needed from regulators and where an industry should step up. In the upcom upcoming year, the priorities are protecting children online, promoting competition and privacy in online advertising, supporting improvements in algorithmic transparency and auditing, and enabling and supporting innovation. Update number eight, Dutch Impact Assessment, Fundamental Rights and Algorithms. The document offers a step-by-step -step analysis of a proposed algorithmic system to facilitate its proper planning, transparency of outcomes and auditability. Update number 9. Underwood and Bounty UK and NHS Foundation Trust. Ms. Underwood signed up with Bounty but was not happy when a representative was taking notes from her patient information at her bed in the hospital. The family obtained judgment against Bounty, which went into administration following an ICO fine in 2019. The family sued the NHS Trust. However, the court did not agree there was a breach of security. The patient information was there for a good medical reason and the Bounty representative acted unlawfully, not the Trust. The Trust had no practical alternative that would replace this old-fashioned system. Permitting access to the claimant did not amount to misuse of the information in this context. The judge commented that a person's name, gender and date of birth was not information of a level of seriousness to engage the tort at all. 
Update number 10, CJEU confirms that consumer associations may bring representative actions. The German Federal Union Consumer Association brought an action against Meta for breaching data protection and unfair commercial practice rules by making available to users free games. The German court asked the CJEU if the claim was admissible given the association acted on an opt-out basis without being mandated by any consumer to do so. The CJEU held that the GDPR does not preclude national legislation which allows a consumer protection association to bring legal proceedings against the wrongdoer, even without reference to infringement of specific rights of the data subjects, where the offending data processing is liable to affect such rights. Such interpretation is consistent with the GDPR's objective to ensure a high level of protection of personal data. Update number 11. Following widespread criticism of its current function, Google will introduce a button for users to reject all cookies in one click. Prior to this, Google was fined 150 million euros by the French Data Protection Authority for failing to allow users to reject cookies as simply as users accept them. The feature will be offered to users in the EU, Switzerland and the UK. However, the new button's relevance will only last until Google phases out all third-party cookies in 2023. Update number 12, OECD paper on mapping data portability initiatives, opportunities and challenges. This report explores to what extent data portability can empower individuals and organizations to play a more active role in the reuse of their data across digital services and platforms. It also examines how data portability can help increase interoperability and data flows and thus enhance competition and innovation by reducing switching costs. Similar to porting your mobile phone number, data portability could reduce market-leading firms' ability to exploit the stickiness of their products to reinforce their market positions, the so-called lock-in effects. Successful initiatives include MidData in the financial sector in the US and UK, and more recently the right to data portability under the GDPR. The EU Digital Markets Act is set to enable significantly more data portability. Update number 13, Chapter 4, Accountability and Governance of the Draft Anonymization, Pseudonymization and Privacy Enhancing Technologies Guidance from the UK Information Commissioner's Office. The DPIA structure is suggested for assessing risk mitigations. It might be necessary to work with organizations which will be disclosing your datasets if this could affect your anonymization. Periodic reviews of anonymization will be needed to keep it up to date in light of legal and technological changes. Risk will depend on the release model. For example, open release will be riskier than limited access. However, limited access will require robust governance arrangements. You should plan for cases where it may be difficult to assess identifiability risk and implement measures to destroy any accidentally re-identified personal data. In many cases, processing of personal data to anonymize it will likely be compatible with the original purpose, unless the individual has a reasonable expectation that data will remain identifiable. Individuals have the right to know your approach to anonymization techniques and its consequences. Be open about any risks and about any publication of data. Decision makers must be appraised of latest technology and legal aspects.
Update number 14, CJEU case prohibiting the general and indiscriminate retention of data to combat serious crime. On appeal in a murder trial, the first instance court was criticized for having incorrectly admitted as evidence traffic and location data relating to telephone calls which led to their conviction. The data was used on the basis of a 2011 act implementing the now invalid data retention directive. The CJEU has confirmed that member state laws must not provide for a general and indiscriminate retention of traffic and location data as a preventive measure for the purposes of national security combating serious crime and preventing serious threats to public security. However, state laws can permit the targeted retention of traffic and location data relating to relevant people or geography for a limited strictly necessary period. The general and indiscriminate retention of IP addresses assigned to the source of an internet connection for a limited strictly necessary period. The general and indiscriminate retention of data relating to the civil identity of users of electronic communication systems and the power to require telecoms providers to retain traffic and location data provided that the persons concerned have effective safeguards against the risks of abuse. The court confirms that the retention of traffic and location data is a derogation from the prohibition of storage and interferes with the rights in Articles 7 and 8 of the Charter, that any limitation on those rights must be proportionate to the objectives pursued, and that this involves a balancing exercise with the rights of the individual, but also the rights of individuals to be protected by those same public authorities. Update number 15. The Belgian Data Protection Authority has fined Brussels Airport Company €200,000 and Ambus Rescue Team €20,000 for temperature screening cameras at the airport. The Belgian DPA initiated an investigation following various media reports on the use of thermal cameras for the purposes of combating the COVID-19 pandemic. The BAC had violated the GDPR for failing to indicate from the beginning of the investigation on which legal basis it processed the personal data, as well as failing to state the basis in its privacy policy. Ambus Rescue Team failed to demonstrate that the processing was necessary for the reasons of public interest. Also, it had not performed a data protection impact assessment. Update number 16. The French regulator fines processor 1.5 million for health data breach. The processor software solution provider was involved in a data breach involving the medical data of 500,000 people. The regulator found that during migration from the old tool, the processor extracted more data than instructed by the controller in breach of Article 29 of the GDPR. There was no specific procedure for migrations and numerous security failings were present. There was no provision about subprocessors in the data processing terms. Update number 17. The Danish Data Protection Agency initiated a case of its own motion after Dance Bank had identified a problem with the deletion of personal data. The bank identified that in more than 400 systems, there were no documented rules for data deletion, and it could not be confirmed whether manual deletion had taken place. The Danish authority emphasised that the fine reflected the number of data subjects affected, as well as the bank's two-year delay in notifying the regulator after becoming aware of the issue internally. 
This is a clear example of how failing to adhere to the data minimization principle can result in huge penalties, in this case being a 1.3 million euro fine. Update number 18. Hungarian DPA fines a bank 660,000 euros for automated evaluation of customer service calls without transparency and legal basis. The bank's speech intelligence system assessed the urgency of calls based on waiting, silence, talking, keywords and emotional mood elements. The data was used to monitor call quality and to increase staff efficiency. The bank failed to explain voice analysis in its privacy notice. Due to this, individuals could not exercise their right to object. The bank's legitimate interest assessment was inadequate as it bundled all interests in one and it failed to suggest mitigations and safeguards for vulnerable staff for a system that deeply and severely restricts the right to self-determination. The bank failed to demonstrate that the emotion analysis and satisfaction evaluation was indeed effective and necessary. There was no intention to review the software to ensure it operated properly. Update number 19. EU's Digital Markets Act to tackle big tech and ensure fair competition. The final text of the Digital Markets Act has been provisionally agreed. The Act will apply to platforms with over 45 million monthly users who are established or located in the EU. It aims to combat unfair business practices by imposing interoperability requirements on tech giants defined as gatekeepers, meaning that the likes of Facebook and Google will have to make their platforms compatible with smaller rivals. If a gatekeeper does not comply with the rules, the Commission can impose fines of up to 10% of its total worldwide turnover in the preceding financial year, and 20% in case of repeated infringements. Update number 20. UK's Digital Markets Units to be granted powers in the coming years to tackle big tech. The government deferred its plans to give the unit a statutory footing. However, the new Digital Markets Unit will be given powers to clamp down on predatory practices of big tech in future. It will have powers to issue fines of up to 10% of their global turnover. Update number 21. The Dubai International Financial Center Commissioner of Data Protection clarified data transfers in Data Export and Sharing Handbook and released a Country Risk Rating Assessment for Data Protection tool. A transfer of personal data outside the zone is only lawful if the recipient is in an adequate jurisdiction. Adequacy is awarded by the Commissioner based largely on prevailing international best practices. This includes EU countries, UK, countries adequate under the EU regime, CBPR members and Abu Dhabi Global Market Financial Centre. DIFC-based SEC firms are also quasi-adequate. Absent adequacy, contractual clauses can be relied on for data transfers. These are a combination of EU and UK model clauses. The authority may issue its own in the future. The authority also requires transfer impact assessments and they are recommended even in the case of an adequacy decision. Adequacy decisions, while relatively reliable, do not guarantee that the importing entity is actually compliant and reliable. The tool will help make assessments beyond the binary approach of adequacy decisions, which is described as too basic. Update number 22. Sansa Rondon and LexisNexis Solutions. 
The claim ensued the Article 27 representative of a U.S. risk intelligence and compliance business in respect of unlawful processing and compensation and a failure to disclose its recipients and to erase data. The UK representative claimed it was not the correct defendant and applied for a strikeout. The court considered that data protection is a regime based on a triangular relationship between data subjects with rights, data controllers with duties and the ICO with regulatory functions. Explaining the legal representative also requires a suitably triangulated perspective. The representative is not a mere postbox or conduit. The role is rather active in that the representative has a record-keeping function and an obligation to cooperate with the ICO and disclose records. From the data subject's point of view, the representative provides a local and accessible point of engagement with a foreign controller, a relationship in which there may be a substantial imbalance of power. Understanding and facilitating the exercise of subject access rights and staying engaged if the data subject has concerns, up to and including the involvement of the ICO and the potential service of process. The defendant suggested the representative enables the ICO to keep a channel of communication with foreign controllers. The claimant argued that the legal liability of representatives must be seen as the final piece of the jigsaw. Recital 80 of GDPR suggested that a representative should be subject to enforcement proceedings in the event of non-compliance by the controller or processor. But the court considered that representative liability was too ambitious on such shy articulation and sided with a defendant. The representative is predicated on a basic willingness of foreign controllers to accept the expectations of compliance with Article 3.2 of the GDPR. It recognizes the GDPR's jurisdictional limitations, however, the representative function is clearly recognizable as a useful and beneficial addition to the general scheme of the GDPR. The interpretative sidewind of the last sentence of Recital 80 can be ignored. Update number 23. The UK government department responsible for all things digital has launched a call for views in the tech industry to provide better protection for consumers within app stores. This follows a report from the National Cyber Security Centre highlighting the data and financial risks posed by fraudulent and poorly developed apps. Under new proposals, app stores for smartphones, game consoles, TVs and other smart devices could be asked to commit to a new code of practice, setting out baseline security and privacy requirements. The code would apply to developers and store operators making apps available to UK users and would require stores to have a vulnerability reporting process for each app so that issues can be found and fixed more efficiently. For more information on the topics discussed, please go to the Wedlake Bell website. You just listened to the Wedlake Bell Legal Podcast. If you liked our episode and want to know more, then check out our website, www.wedlakebell.com. Wedlake Bell. Building relationships is at the heart of everything we do.